are recording. Okay. <laughs> you, you gotta give me some kind of physical signal because otherwise I'm like, she's gazing at me intently. She's gazing at me longingly. Perhaps she's excited about what we're about to do. <laughs> uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to Oof, I Wrote That. Welcome. Uh, welcome. We appreciate you joining us again. We do. Uh, our deal here, uh, if you are a new listener, we take old stories that we wrote and we read them to each other, mock each other ruthlessly, and try and find value, a little worth in the these things we wrote so many years ago. Uh, some small pebbles of gold among the stones, like Rusty Marlin's prospecting. Oh, we hadn't mentioned him yet. I'm so happy that we did. Me too. I'm like having a hard time speaking now, and I don't know why. <laughs> my, my ability to speak is just gone. It's gone. Are you tired, or have you had too much to drink? See, that's the shitty thing, is like I've had like... I had that cider, and that was it. Oh. Now I've just been drinking water. My tolerance is, like, for shit now. We've been reading a lot, using our mouths a lot Indeed. to shape words. Indeed. That is what reading is. Loud, at least. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we are... Where would you say you're at in your story, uh, oh, Sheila? God. About halfway-ish? In I the like midpoint to think somewhere? halfway, but... Okay, we're not sure. We're not sure, but... Judging by the sheer physical volume here. I mean, you got a fair amount left. This is like probably 100 pages here. Well, maybe That's like 70. Pages. It's a lot. It's a lot. That's good, though. We it's actually... a lot of big words. <laughs> Lots of descriptions. Beat you over the head. Lots of small boulders. Small boulders, large daggers. Oh, yeah. Bejeweled, this and that. Good stuff. Mm. Rubies for blood. Just the best. Wolf Halleck. Just good shit all around. I mean, if this was 100 pages about Wolf Halleck... Well, we're going to write I would a, have a Wolf Halleck AU fanfiction, and everything will be right with the world. That's right. Uh, we did discover, though, I don't have a ton left. So we are trying to figure out kind of what we're going to do when I get to the ending of my story. I do have other stuff to read, so don't, don't, you, don't you worry. I other have... stuff in the same universe, or... Mm. same time period in your life i mean i have I, I think i might after this jump to one of the versions of darcy and renee um because i have a lot of that and i imagine you've got all of it is pretty terrible so well the other thing is yeah no i think i have to read from some of the earlier versions because the one that i have the latest one I, I'm going to rewrite again, and I think it's a little bit too recent. Too recent to edit? No, too recent to read, as in, like... Oh, There's oh, a lot of angst yeah, no, and young, raw. dumb shit. Yeah. Right, right. And that might be a little bit too raw, and I don't want to be, like, really defensive, and... How recent are we talking? This one I've been working on, pra this instance of it, I've probably been working on for the last, like, seven years. Okay. Not consistently, because it's like, I'll leave it enough. for like, you know, forever and then be like, oh, I should probably start writing again. And I got to a point where I have like 400 and something pages. Wow. Whatever. Of, of one iteration? One iteration, yes. Wow. But I'm at a point in it where I don't know how to get to the ending I want to get to. It's the Miranese knot. Yeah. I think I've worked on my story more than than he has. <laughs> oh, I don't keep adding oh, throwing shade. I don't keep adding new characters when I don't know what else to do. Fair. So yeah, George R. R. Cold but fair. I had that conversation <laughs> like an ice dragon. I had that conversation earlier today as well um, about how it's just like you can't keep adding new characters. No, you have to begin to wrap the threads. Exactly. Exactly. Like there's no way he's gonna wrap this all up in two books. It's just not possible. I have finally come to accept that we're really never going to get the end, no. the true ending. No. It's just not going to happen. Like, you're not even getting, like, a whiff of, oh, it's almost done, and you're in 2018. So even if he no. finished it, like, in the next month or so, you're still not going to get it till 2019. And great, that's book six. My greatest fear is that I will die in some kind of accident before I get to know the ending. Dude, there's definitely been, like, media out there that I'm like, I need to be so careful. Because, like, <laughs> I need to see this. I need to experience this. And I have one top of mind right now, but just, like... like be <laughs> Well, sometimes I think about how much I love Game of Thrones and, and how it's been part of my life for, what, like, seven, eight years now? That's a good, like, 20, 
25% of my life. Mm-hmm. That's a long time for a piece of media to have its talons in you. Well, and it's just upsetting because it's like the show is a shell of its former self. Yeah. It's I, so... I, yeah. It's just... And I'm, it, nah, it's not like I'm not going to watch it. Not that I don't still enjoy it. I mean, you have to. But it's a different, fundamentally different show. But and when do you think that jumping off point happened? Um, not this last season, but the season no. before, probably. The season before was the really... I don't want to use the word deplorable... It wasn't that bad. Season five was my least favorite season. Is that the one where Sansa... Yeah. That's where I was just kind of like... I don't think I actually ever watched that episode. I heard what was going to happen. I was just kind of like... Threw my badge on the table and was like, I need a fucking break. Because it's just like... I sometimes listen to your and and Bob's and your various guests... um, Guest guests. Talk about Game of Thrones, and I really want to jump into the discussion when you talk about that stuff. Oh, if you would ever want to join, I mean, we we love having people on. So I do because I <laughs> I have driven to work listening to you guys and talked back to the radio and been like, well, actually, <laughs> I I'm, I pronounced the names wrong on purpose, just so you know. I don't mind that. I know it drives people nuts. There's certain have, people we know it drives that drives them crazy. That's why I do it. What I really want to do is like spend some intense time with you and think about whether I'm like a Game of Thrones apologist. Or whether, I don't know. Well, what I would like to do is have a conversation with another woman about yeah. what they did to the girls last season. Because yes. the Arya Sansa storyline from last year, I found completely unforgivable. Yes. I, and this is one of the things that I was talking to the radio about. When you, you presented reviews about that and you came out, you came out gunning for that storyline. And initially I thought, no. I, so, okay. The last major point of disagreement that you don't know about, because it was one-sided because it was me listening to your podcast, was your take on the Jamie Cersei rape in the sept over Joffrey's dead body. I fundamentally disagree with your thoughts on like the importance of intention versus execution in that scene. But I also passionately disagreed with you about Sansa and Arya last season. But now that I've had some time to digest it, I think I have come around to your point of view. Um, both? No, just Sansa and Arya. So you don't think, I mean, we could like, this is going to turn into Game of Thrones <laughs> podcast. We're sorry, folks. <laughs> I'm, sorry, but I'm just curious. You think he didn't rape her in the set? <sighs> I think that the authorial and directorial intention overrides the actual presentation. See, I disagree entirely. I think once an artist puts Fair. something out into the world, it doesn't matter what. That's great. That's what you think happened, but it's to me. And again, it's everybody's view is different. But to mm-hmm. me, it's very clear that, and it's different. We talked about this in the in the podcast in the book. Mm-hmm. You're getting it from it's from her perspective, right? Yes. So, yeah. if memory serves, she's kind of into it in the book, right? Ish. <sighs> or comes around to it. It's still very it's, rapey. So, my perception of this, I think in one of our earlier podcasts, we talked about that song, Baby It's Cold Outside, and how we did, yeah. in, a, in a different time and place, women had to play at being resistant, even when they were wholly accepting. And I feel like... So you're thinking that she's the queen, right? Whatever she she was has at that to put point. up like, oh no no no. Well, and it's her brother. Like you have to at least put up a token resistance before you're like, yeah. But I'm they've gonna... been fucking, so it's not like. But it's, it's a also new her thing. son just died. I don't know. I it just comes in the show. It comes across as is 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 very rapey, and I think. Well, in, I 100 percent agree with you. In the instance of the time and the place, I understand that it's depicting something from. Some medieval time period, but it's being created now. So, like... Well, and I think if I didn't have the book for context of what was meant in that scene, then I would unreservedly agree with you that that was rape and I don't care how people want to slice it. I also think, though, that it, it's gotten to a point on that show where it's like... Okay, can we like? I get it. Yeah, the women you got lose women. A female consultant or women had it rough. I understand. You know, can we move it the fuck along, please? Well, and there are other ways that women can struggle besides being raped. There are right. other ways to strip them of their agency. There are other struggles that they face in their life. There are other dilemmas and ethical issues. Like it's not it doesn't always have to be that. Yeah, but with that show, it's always that. 
and it, it it just gets to a point of like okay like you know come on i mean however i fucking loved it when they turned on Littlefinger. because oh no that shit was great but i don't think that that season earned it that moment was just like justified by what they did with the girls it just felt it reeked to me of there were no women in the writer's room yeah. And people just don't know how to write these scenes so that they seem like they're between two human beings. I just felt like Arya was depicted like a completely different person than she was for most of the rest of the show. Would you... Okay, so would you have preferred to see it where the girls' kind of gambit was out in the open um, dramatic irony where... I think you, we should have kind of known about it, it a little bit more. Or some... A little bit more... Like, they, like they were like, oh, well, the door was open when... You know, he was meant to see it. But there's no, like, if that was the case then, when Arya walks into the room, you need to linger on that door and show that, yeah, it's open. You need to, like, use the language of uh, visual storytelling to show that that's what you're going for. To be fair, see, this this to me is, like, one of the most nuanced things about Game of Thrones, that whole Arya-Sansa plot. Like, tropes-wise, it... <sighs> In terms of both of their character arcs, it didn't make sense for them to betray each other. So if no, you are savvy in tropes and, like, how narrative arcs work, you kind of knew that they were in it together. I would say, though, I, I feel I am very savvy yeah. in that type of stuff, but I don't trust the writers of that show the way I once did to handle that right. kind of story. When did they lose that trust? Because I agree with you. I'd say it was probably the fifth season. Yeah. It just, that's where it really kind of fell off a cliff for me. But yeah, I just felt like these are two sisters that haven't seen each other forever. And I get that Arya, Arya's whole point of like, her last season was, yeah, fine, I was training to be an assassin, but I don't want to lose who I was. Would you agree? Yes. Trying I would to hold agree on to that, that, that part arc. of her yeah. starkness. So, okay, she gets back she to Winterfell mm-hmm. and she's immediately like, oh, Sansa's betraying us. I, I don't know. It just really but rubbed me the wrong way. Do you not prefer it when they put faith in the audience? Because I, I have always felt like Game of Thrones is a show where they put a lot of faith in the audience, like, to remember who all these people are. This felt different to me, though. And I don't... It, it just it just really just rubbed me the wrong way. I think it was poorly handled, and I don't know if enough time wasn't devoted to the storyline, or if enough time... I feel like Arya got the shaft this season. Everything was very, very rushed. We didn't get enough yeah. Brienne... No, we, we get didn't get enough hound, anybody. And it's like, because that's like literally the only thing I care about anymore is the fucking hound. And yeah, but. Yeah. My, my one counterpoint would be that I feel like what they were trying to do was deliver stark justice in a way that was as shocking and surprising as the Red Wedding was. But you, it's just not possible anymore. Because you already know that one, everything's up for grabs. Everything is up for grabs, and now it just feels like you're doing shocking for the sake of being shocking. Yes. It's gotten gratuitous. Yes, I agree. And I don't know that I can pinpoint when that happened, but I do think... And I understand that TV, and it's especially an adaptation of something so nuanced and, and complicated and just fucking bulky and long as A Song of Ice and Fire needs some TV shorthand, but... I do think that sacrificing Sansa to the Ramsay Bolton storyline was a big fuck up. Yeah. When Sansa got raped and it's like, okay. And they made it about Theon. Yes. That was like... Yes. It wasn't her storyline. It wasn't her vengeance to take. It wasn't her... And I wouldn't have wanted it to be. She's been through enough. She's... I, okay, I'm a thousand, I know we've been talking about this for like half oh, an no, hour. Oh, no, I just keep like, no, no, we're only like, we're not even 15 <laughs> Sorry. Okay, good. minutes in. We will get to our stories We first. will, but I want to talk about Sansa. All, many of my friends who got into Game of Thrones hate Sansa. I, that drives me crazy. It drives That's, me crazy and I too, think I'm like, it, first of all, who do you think you are in this story? You're not Daenerys Targaryen. You're not even Cersei Lannister. Girl, you are Sansa. We're all Sansa. I think the issue with the TV show is they aged her up too much. She's supposed yes. to. She's supposed to be a, she's a kid. Yes. But in the show, she's played. I forget the girl's name. But even if she wasn't, how smart were you at eighteen? How savvy were you with no, this? No, I understand of- that, and it's an, it's annoying because it's like, oh, she's you know, she's a girl, and she's and all she cares about is like, 
finding a prince and getting married. And it's like, okay, well... That's what she was born into. That's what she was taught that she was supposed to do. That's supposed to be her undisturbed, beautiful life dream. Just like exactly. mine is like, you go to college and you get a nice job. That, you know, like we're all raised with a That's fantasy. what was like hammered into her head that she was supposed to... Yeah, I hate when people say they hate Sansa. It drives me crazy. Yeah. It's like, then you're just a fucking moron who isn't like... Yeah, no. It doesn't just doesn't get it. Of all of the Stark children, she's Which is probably snobby the as most... fuck to say. But... <laughs> I was like, ooh, that's a lot of my friends. No, of all of the Stark children, she's probably the most realistic. She has a, a certain naivete that would naturally come with being part of a noble family. And Exactly. Like she doesn't know. She's a fucking kid and it's been peacetime. She doesn't and her know. father is Ned Stark. He's not exactly politically savvy. Nobody has no. taken her aside right. and said, Child, here is how the very, world is. Really very, very honorable man and her mom doesn't want anything to fucking do with all the politics of the South. Yes. So it's like She learned she learned everything the hard trial way. Trial by fire, exactly. Yeah, I, it drives me crazy when people say they hate Sansa. Yeah. Because I'm like, we're well, not going to have a conversation then. No, I am rooting for Sansa on the Iron Throne. Not, I don't know. I don't know what I want for her. I want the best for her. Uh, I want her and the Hound to be reunited at some point. Oh. I do. I do so much because I love the fucking Hound. I just love him. So, okay. I feel like the Hound and Sansa is a little bit like something that Darcy would do. It's also creepy as shit in the show because he's so much older. Yeah. Because he's not that old in the books, I feel. He's still too old, but I felt like he wasn't... Like, Rory McCain, who plays him in the show, is older than us, isn't he? Yeah, a little bit. He's gotta be, like, later 30s, early 40s. Yeah. Uh, He can get it. Like, he can get it. definitely get it. We have to talk about the book group. Book group? It's a show on Netflix that Rory McCann stars Oh, you've told me about that before. I've never watched it. Girl, so good. Um, But, yeah, I just feel like they went all kind of out of whack with the ages because they were like, we can't have, like, 13-year-olds getting railed on the show on a regular basis. that's literally every show with teenagers in it. And it, it... messes up your ability to correctly read the situation oh, as no, no, a viewer. No, 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 But what I meant was in the... Not that they've just aged up the actors, that the actors are older. It's the characters. Like, how old was Daenerys when she... 13. Right. But the in the books. show, she's clearly older than like, that. She's over 18. She's like 18, 19. 17, 18. Yeah. Right. Sansa in the book is how old? 12? 11? 12? She's young. Yeah. In the show, she's like... What would you say? 15? 13, 14, 14, 15? Yeah. Right. So they're aged. That's what I meant by aged up. Yeah. Because, um, again, you can't just be railing children. No. Right? No. And that's why everybody thinks that, like, 14-year-olds, you know, they're, they're older than they actually are. Yes. Which is a whole nother yeah. Whole other <laughs> like conversation. I had a lot of thoughts on Sorry. this, and there are some news items that I would like to talk about. <laughs> it's just been a while since I've talked about Game of Thrones. Well, if you ever want to, like, like next time we come over for a recording, if you want to come over, we could do like a before we get into the stories, we can do a a conversation on on the throne. Absolutely, because the uh, uh, Beyond the Red Waste feed has been a little a little bleak. Because <laughs> kind of like the Red West. Right. I mean, there's just not anything to talk about. We've kind of set our no, piece. No, because it's going to be another year. Right. Exactly. But we've never really had, like, a sit-down, like... I mean, we talk about Game of Thrones a fair amount, but never in this kind of... Oh, there's so much to say. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> I don't want to sing the Dave Matthews Gleben Glaben Gleben song, but, uh... <laughs> so shall we Shall we table this? Let's table it. Okay. And we'll get back to the, the infinite realm of the Imagosphere. <laughs> <laughs> Did we even start, or did we just talk about Game of Thrones? No, we just started talking about Game of Thrones. For, I'm not even sure why. I think we made an offhand, like, (laughs) oh, George R.R. Martin can't finish the story. Let's have a 25-minute conversation. Has it been 25? Uh, No, we're not even at 20 yet. Okay. We're just a little bit, uh, like, 19. So no biggie. Game of Thrones, the podcast. That's a thing. It is. Go listen to Beyond the Red Waste. It's delightful. I like it. I pronounce all the names wrong. It's Arya. I don't care. Sorry, it's it's fine. No, 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 no. It's not fine. No, I'm aware of that. Okay. That's exactly why I do it. I enjoy getting a rise out of people. It's on my shirt. Yeah, I know. That's great. Aria. That's great. Good for you. Aria Kitten. Great. Mm. Strong gusts from the sky battered Shannon's face. His fingers clutched the window frame, ignoring the shards. He's just still hanging out up there for some reason. Mm. Even though it's been like 45 minutes. (laughs) 
ignoring the shards of glass painfully poking him alliteration the podcast rage oh. and jealousy contorted his face into an ugly snarl I feel like we've been doing a lot of snarling in my story this recording session they're having a time indeed uh, wipe that horrible look from your face behind <laughs> sorry I just <laughs> I love your gasps no I love it <laughs> Uh, behind Shannon, a specter wrapped tightly in white bandages and covered in a red cloak loomed over his shoulders. Uh, maybe I'll, I'm not going to context corner this. I'll, okay. We can talk about this. Sidestepped context corner? When I get to, when we finish what I've written and we get to kind of the notes. We'll call it the appendix. Okay. When I'm done. Because I think this, the problem with this, this whole story that I've written is I had several different ideas at, like, several different times. Yes. And started writing in those directions when I had those ideas. Well, we talked about one, and maybe we shouldn't get too deep into this, but we talked about one where Shannon was creating the whole world in his mind. And that's kind of where, how I think about this story now. Okay. But back when I was first writing it, there's definitely bits that are in there that are like, that's clearly not what I was thinking. Okay. Then. So, but I think when... I kind of, not revisited it because I never really rewrote it, but started doing the copious world building notes that I have. That's kind of the angle that I was going at it from. Okay. So, yeah, we'll talk about this 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 new random character. Uh, there might be another scene with them. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll play we'll it find by out. ear. Um, a red cloak loomed over his shoulders. You're an attractive man, Shannon. Don't make such faces. But I've lost her. She didn't want me. Yeah. Your want for her is increased more than anything. That's creepy as Yeah, well, he can't have it. He can't have it. Never gonna get it. No, you're never gonna get it. Not this time. Never gonna get it. Great song. Mm. In Vogue? Don't know, actually. Great song, though. Yeah. Don't fret, my pet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna make some clay down by the bay. What do you say? Oh, is your face on your microphone? <laughs> yes, it is. Oh. The specter soothed. Your satisfaction is all that I work for. What? Who is this rhyming specter? Was that a rhyme? No. <laughs> just, it's just me in the previous oh, Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, like I said, we'll, we'll get into that later. Ugh. Is it the rhyming specter of Hannibal Lecter? Yes, that's exactly. Is it the it rhyming is. ghost of Emily Post? <laughs> yes, I could do this for a while. Both so of those people. Let's yes. cut it off. Uh, we should try to reason. You should try to reason with Alvant. She, as a ruler, knows it's best to avoid unpleasant political situations. Threaten her kingdom with your creatures, but first rally together those who survived the merger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. Merger, most vile. <laughs> merger. Uh, they need a leader, and you need people to fight for you. Uh, you need to lead. You need the might to fight. Are you done? Uh, no. no. I mean, I, I, no. I'm gonna keep like, going. Pro- I'll probably keep going. Okay, that's cool. Uh, 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 yes, but how will I be able to distinguish the people of this land from my own? Who cares? The only people pulled over were those in your classes. Uh, hmm? Question mark? Yeah, big question mark. Uh, Beth left the yearbook, so you should be able to find them all, even if you don't remember them. Interesting. She handed the book to Shannon. The high schoolers are in there as well. Alert me when you've finished. Just very weird. Hmm. Very odd. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shannon nodded, feeling his self-doubt returning. Whenever his... Oh, God, Shannon. He's... You need confidence training. Whenever his ghosts get... Ghostly? Ghastly? Ghastly. Guide showed up. A fog clouded over his mind. Is this the first we've seen of his ghastly guide? Yes. Okay. Yes. She'd tie every event into each other so clearly that one had to believe her conclusions. She couldn't... Wouldn't misguide him. That's not the way that's spelled. He stared down at Chonia, hoping Beth could feel his gaze. Oh, God. Dude! Creepy McCreepenstein. Let it go! Let it go! (sighs) One with the wind and sky! I mean, he certainly thinks he is. (laughs) 
And I felt bad for not liking it. Because it's like this cute like story of like sisterly empowerment. I did not like it at all. The level of promotional and societal crazy pantsery. I, n- I'm I sorry. I have a hard time with things that are... And I, I'm not trying to be a hipster about it. But when I have to goddamn hear about something that much, I automatically don't like it. And I don't think I'm alone in that. So In certain things. But I saw that and I was like, oh, Adina Menzel, I really like her. Seemed like a pretty solid cast. I like the Let It Go song. So we went and we saw it. And mm-hmm. like 15 minutes in, I think I was with like Bob and Eric and our, our Logan Square crew. And turned over and I looked at Eric and I'm like, this is bad, right? Like, I'm not just being like a hateful, cranky old person. He's like, no, this is bad. I did like Tangled, though. It, that looked a lot more appealing. I don't, I, really I don't, it. I haven't seen either of them, but uh, I'm exotically like, frozen, like emotionally exhausts me because I have to hear about it all the goddamn time at work. It's like, it's been, I don't know, four years now. And it's still like, where's Anna and Elsa? I'm like, they're not here. <laughs> they're gone. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> Wolf Halleck killed them. I mean, because it's not the traditional story of the Ice Queen. Right. Wasn't it initially queen, proposed as That's the what Snow it's queen. like a take on that. So it's not even a little bit. You know that story. No, it's- I do. It's one of my favorites. That's why it was Jack they were making a movie yeah. of it. And then it was like, oh, oh, it's Oh, okay. Even one of my favorite YA writers who kind of does um, reimagined versions of classic fairy tales botched the fuck out of that one. She did one of The Little Mermaid that is like one of my favorite. It's dark as fuck. And basically the mermaids are tasked, like you can become human if you seduce and kill a human man. So love that premise. Somebody just told me about the Lunar Chronicles. Yeah, they, people love that? those. I haven't read them. Yeah, okay. by Marissa Meyer. Yeah, I've yeah. been told, like, I Cinder. should read Cinder. Yeah. People, enough people love them where I would feel confident recommending that to you. But read this book by Jackson Pierce. Her okay. name is Jackson Pierce. And she did, like, she did a riff on Genies, and she did a riff on Red Riding Hood, and she did a riff on Little Mermaid, and they were all great. The Snow Queen just, I didn't even finish it. The Snow Queen is a phenomenal, it's in, like, seven parts, and just nobody acknowledges the importance of the little episodes we should try to do a collaborative rewrite yes or a take on it yes because i i feel like that's such a great story and the no one has ever really no one has gotten there all of the things that make it the snow queen to me never enter into the retellings Mm -mm. yeah he, she searches for him and doesn't find him and the flowers kind of fuck with her the roses and the rest of them and then because it's not the even really a Lapland. love story right she's no it's looking, a friendship it's her story. friend i love right. that about and it. i think i mean you could change the little boy to a little girl or yeah you could switch it that way and I, I didn't mind it being about sisters no it just yeah I, I... it's about this intense struggle to find someone and then when you find them they're not who they were and the the vanity the world has corrupted them oh like it's it's good it's so so good good. this this is not Uh, (laughs) for a moment kale tenderly watched as beth sat herself on the floor she exhaled a long exhausted breath beth i don't even know what to say uh she glanced up at him from the cover of her bangs and lopsidedly smiled waving him over she followed him down with her eyes he knelt in front of her and she pulled his face close. Ooh, I can see. Or not. Um, I don't blame you for anything, Kale, she whispered. We only just started figuring out your power, so there really wasn't anything you could have done. What did he want? What is his power? He doesn't even really know. Okay. Like, remember when like, they were falling and, like, he freaked out? Because she was like, we're going to die, we're going to die, we're going to die, please do something. And he, like, couldn't do anything, but then... Because she was freaking out, he was able to, like, stop her from falling. Mm-hmm. And he fell, and that's how he met Ada. Mm-hmm. So we're not sure what Kale's powers okay. are. So He's got some latent it. magical ability, and it seems to be, like... It's me. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah she's <laughs> Um, It sounded remarkably like Baba Dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she kind of brings out that, like, magical power in him. Okay. So. Uh, where were we? <clears throat> Uh, yeah, okay. So Kale says, what did he want? Um, and Beth says, 
Shannon's not from here. He's from my world. <clears throat> That's impossible. He lived here just as long as me. He's older than he looks. I don't know why we get into, like, the ages and shit here. Nearly 50. He taught me almost 20 years ago, and he was in his mid-20s then. Like, okay, everybody got it? Okay. <laughs> From what Ethan's told me, this is all part of some story Shannon's been writing. How is that even possible? Did you pull him through? Oh, here's the part I was like, like, really? Necron, no, Kale screeched. I like girls. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that necessary? Wait, wait, wait. Did you pull him through? Well, because everyone's been teasing him, like, oh, you've been pulling all these chicks through, like, you trying to find a girlfriend, huh? And he's like, fuck no. Necron, no. He likes girls. Well, it's crucial to him that she understands that he's straight at this moment in time. Right. Still. (laughs) It's like... There's, There's a little bit of that in mind, too. Yeah. Uh, what does that mean? Well, I, uh, he met Beth's gaze and turned purple. Oh, you're, uh... <laughs> Once I discovered that I accidentally opened the portal, I started wishing for a girlfriend to appear from there. Aww. I can't even comment on how pathetic that is, Beth muttered. Aww. Did you open it for that? I think she's kind of teasing him. I know. Uh, Kale t- shook his head. No, I was little when it happened, when I opened the portal. Only about eight, I think. Timelines. Timelines the podcast. People that lived in our town thought I was some kind of prodigy, but... But I didn't even know how I did it. They sent me to Finia Cass. Ooh, I think that was that chick. The old chick from the beginning. Okay. She has a name, yay. The sorceress superior at the nearby school. Whoa. I like how she has a kind of a Catholic title. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) For uh, 15 years, she tried to show me what I was doing wrong, but it never clicked. She was teaching Shannon at the same time and finally decided to expel me. The the, the timelines in this don't make any sense at all. It's wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. Doctor Who bullshit. (laughs) I don't... I'm not a fan of Doctor Who. I'm not either. It just... It's... I want to be. It seems like it it ticks all my boxes, but... There's... I watched probably most of... I saw a fair amount of Tenant. I watched all of Matt Smith's run, and it just never really, like, grabbed me. It, I don't... Ah, uh, yeah. There's so much dumb, like, and I, I, I like a lot. I'm yeah, we a, both have a high tolerance for I'm that. part of a lot of dumb fandoms. I'm yeah. a fucking wrestling fan, for God's sake. But it's <laughs> just, like, just a lot you gotta deal with in the Doctor Who But realms. I have been, during this whole podcasting session staring at Doctor Who behind your head here. I mean, that's a pretty rad painting, though. Well, these all are. Yeah. Yeah. I like these guys a lot. I like that artist dude was really Who's nice. Who's that on the left there? That's the Venture Brothers. One of the greatest television shows. Okay. Um, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. When did Shannon first appear? When I was 15, I think. He'd come to classes, then vanish. Beth balanced her elbows on her knees and hunched in thought. Wait, he'd come to classes then vanish? Yeah, it, none of this makes any sense. Like in the middle of class, he'd be like, poof. <laughs> I am He's no longer gone. here. Smoke bomb. <laughs> um, we should see your old teacher. Yeah, but let's wait and see what happens. I don't want to ride out and get captured by Shannon. Beth nodded and allowed the quiet silence to pass between them. Pause was not awkward, but seemed to strengthen their strange bond. Kale smiled after a moment and got to his feet. He helped Beth... Uh, uh, can't talk. Helped Beth up and was struck with an overwhelming urge to kiss her. As if sensing this, Beth patted his shoulder and quietly said she needed some sleep. <laughs> Kale nodded and left the room. Yeah, Beth's got no time for this bullshit. Are they gonna... No, don't spoil me. I don't know that we get there. I kind of want them to. For Kale. They... M- I don't know. We can always write an alternate ending. I mean, we totally could. Uh, Ethan barely looked at Kale as he slowly closed Beth's door and walked down the hall. Ethan rolled his shoulders and placed his arm across his bent knee. He's doing yoga. He's like sitting down. I don't know what the (laughs) fuck's going on there. Almost, almost he stood to enter Beth's room, but kept himself rooted to the floor. So he's, he's sitting and doing stretches and yoga apparently 
A strange haze misted his rationale, and suddenly he was on his feet, looming over Beth. Oh, that's creepy. Is uh, is this a third party taking over, or is he just being... We don't know. We don't know. Okay. Uh, what the hell is it, huh? He hissed, feeling his want for Ooh. her swell into anger. What do Ooh. you fucking want? That was a good line. Scary, but good. Which one? Uh, feeling his want for her swell into anger. Cute. Creepy, but accurate. Beth slowly rolled over and sat to face him. So she was, like, in bed. Okay. Her expression was that of a mother who just cleaned the kitchen after dinner when the children pounded in and decided to finger paint using the good tablecloth. What is it? (laughs) What's wrong with me? Ethan exploded. Ethan, I'm going to give you till three to get the fuck out of here. After that, I'm going to hurt you in the most painful way possible. Right on, Beth. I'll leave after you... Ah, I can't talk. I'll leave after you explain why a figment of someone's imagination uh, it should be. I'll leave after you explain why it's a figure, a figment of someone's imagination and not me. Because of shit like this, Beth simply said. You're a whiny baby and I can't be with someone like that. Oh, well, you okay. Burnt. Ethan's uh, head slammed into the wall and he realized he'd been dreaming. What? So he fell asleep, like, where he was sitting. So this did not happen. This did not happen. Mm, no. Okay. He shook the feelings of angst and regret from his mind and left to find a bedroom. So everybody's just going night-night. <laughs> Beth watched the door close and was comforted as it clicked locked. Yeah. Her mind began working on the present problem. She needed to figure out who was behind all this. She had a feeling Shannon was only a pawn in it all. What? See, Beth Is there some himself. higher power? usually is in my stories. But I feel like it's kind of late in the game to find that out. See, I think also, like... Is it Necron? No. Um, I don't think so, at least. Um, I think that that point where Beth is saved from the castle really seems like the <gasps> climax of everything. Mm-hmm. But there was definitely going to be, like, a ton more. Okay. So secondary, larger So the larger pacing climax. is kind of mm. off a little bit. Okay. Off the podcast. Uh, <laughs> if he possessed any power when he first felt his attraction towards her, he would have pulled the stunt ages ago. So it had, yeah, I don't know. So it had to be someone from Otherworld. Mentally, she made a note to ask Alva. It, 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 she's making like cognitive leaps here that don't okay. make any sense. I see. She made a note to ask Alvant about any malicious gods that might be about. Who would offer to help a pathetic man like Shannon? Nacron. <laughs> And his nethers. <laughs> she rested her head against the welcoming pillows and tried fitfully to sleep. Somewhere else in the world, Elisa tried to forget what she'd read. The narrator made that pretty hard, though. He didn't have much company on his tiny island. In fact, since the author left, he hadn't spoken to anyone. Uh, you're leaving? Uh, Elisa couldn't take much more. She'd plan to swim in one direction and hope for the best. <laughs> so I like to imagine she'd just been sitting there having to listen to him like read all of this bullshit, right? And she's just like, I'm done. Wait, but she, well, I guess that is your best option is to just swim in one direction and hope for the best. Uh, swimming isn't very wise, he said. There's no other way off. And I need to see if any of my friends were pulled uh, wherever we are. The narrator adjusted his hood and shrugged. I was just going to say that I can get you to your friends. <laughs> Excuse me. What? What? By using my... <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Bitch, what? What? By using my ace in the hole, the author's handy pot device. Good old deus ex machina. <laughs> oh, can you just, can you sense how clever young Erica thought she was? Okay, I'm going to see where this goes. Yeah, it's probably nowhere good. Uh, Wait, Elisa rushed back into the house and returned with the manuscript. This will come in handy, I'm sure. You won't be too bored here alone? I'll get by. Always have. If there's anything else you need, just ask a question to some random person. Listen very closely for an answer. It'll be hidden, but it'll be there. So he's like... He's saying I can... I can reach out and assist. Okay. He enjoyed her company, apparently. Good luck. He stepped back and snapped his fingers. Uh, Lisa vanished. She reappeared in a silky bed next to amusing Beth, who began shrieking and pelting her bedfellow with pillows. Beth! Beth! Wait, pillow fight? She just appears in the bed that Beth is in. So Beth is like, Beth freaks the fuck out, like, what the fuck? Okay, that's like a defense response. Exactly. It's me, Elisa. 
Beth stopped screaming, only her ragged breath echoed through the room. Her weight lifted from the bed and a few candles lit. I'm assuming she lit those with her Zippo lighter. Because <laughs> that's Beth's damage. Uh, Elisa gathered the pages from the... Page master. Oh, that's like definitely... Do you have a wrong page? I don't know that that's what came after this. Do you think you're missing one? Maybe. Yeah, because this has Elisa totally not in bed with Beth. This has Elisa is still in the apartment. She's stepping across a rock bridge. Hmm. Because she wouldn't get anywhere sitting on the island. The narrator left her alone after he tried to make conversation. He watched her leave from the apartment. And she vanishes into the fog. So maybe he had a nice streak moment and decided to apparate her into the bed after all? Or is this like a total alternate branch? I'm wondering if this isn't where something ended. Because I think this is on different paper than this. Oh. So this might just be... A rando Random page? stuff. Is that the page you just read or the next page? This is the next page. The wrong next page. Okay. Or like, like I said, like this was what I had originally wrote. And this is, like, newer stuff. Oh my god, it's like a choose-your-own-adventure. I know, it's a little annoying, actually. Okay, so I think... I think I'm gonna leave it there, then. Okay. And kind of... So let's ignore that Elisa fell into the bed with Beth. Elisa is not with Beth, she's still on her own. No pillow fight. No pillow fighting. And then next time we'll pick it up with uh, what actually happens with Beth. Okay. So yeah. So yeah, now we're yeah, we're getting toward so we'll do we'll read what I have next time. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get into appendices for yes. for Heartless and, and all that. And then fan fiction for Heartless. And then alternate <laughs> endings for Heartless. <laughs> right, kind of we'll have a conversation about maybe where you would have liked to see it go, what I would have liked to have done yeah. with it. We can do like a, a debrief, we'll call it. Yes. On Heartless and then that next episode, once that's done, I'll grab something new and I'll start kind of reading that. Necrons nethers. I'm, I'm a excited. little sad. I thought I had more. I'm actually like really enjoying it. It's it's ridiculous and it's a mess. But I think there's it's. I still feel like what you have is the basic story beats, and you could like the same amount of things have happened in here in my. <laughs> I'm holding up my giant wad of paper as in yours, but because we embroider our language here, like you just need more. You have the the story beats. You have the storyboard. I think there's the basic gist, right? Yeah. Like you it, just need more scenes of like Kale and Beth like kicking it, hanging out. Exactly. I think that's the problem that I usually have is like I like to get to the action so I don't take the time to develop the relationships and the characters. You know, kind of like what I was bitching about Game of Thrones not doing. Yeah, but I feel like just as in real life, the real character development and stuff happens in really pointless, irrelevant scenes. It is in the little shit. And you do have to show that and like the little moments here and there where it's like, oh, that's why these people are friends. Yes. And it it is really hard to know because I have too much of that. It's hard to know what's in a silly detail, like a silly, pointless. Right. Like, why is this like, in here? Like, what matters? Like, I've been, I've been thinking about the short story format a lot lately because I've been thinking, like, I want to try to write some and, and, and working on some. And one of the things that they really caution you about is every single sentence must add to the story. It must advance the story. I feel like you have taken that to heart. But when you have a novel-length situation, it's okay to meander a little bit. It's okay to... You almost need to. Yeah. Right? So I I do think, and I think we can have greater conversations about this when we kind of finish what's here and go into appendices, the podcast, (laughs) we we can have kind of a conversation of, I think, what I'd like to do with this ultimately and where, if anywhere, 
it, it should it should go. Mm-hmm. So. I have, and uh, yeah, that's the thing. When I hear about your alternative conceptions for it, I will have a better idea of like what I want to want from it. It's not over yet. No, but. no, we've still got a couple couple pages here, uh, and then there's a particular scene that kind of makes the title make sense. So yeah, we've got we've got some stuff still. I know someone's getting their heart cut out. Yes. Because you promised me. That does definitely happen. <laughs> it's not Beth, is it? It's not. Oh, shit. No, I, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions no until spoilers. you're forced to answer. Okay. Okay. All so, right. back to the hospital. Back to the hospital. I don't feel like any of this is super important. Does she chat with Tay at all when she's in the hospital? Yes. Okay, so, okay, I'll just, like, run you through who's okay and who's sure. not okay. Uh, Saturn is okay, even though he has, like, new face tattoos. <laughs> um, and he's, like, super happy that Darcy saved them, because that, that's how he sees it. I feel like that's not what happened. No. But. He's a little delusional. It's okay. He's, he's a, a baby child, so. Okay, let's see. Oh, William's good, too, and he's grateful. She's being maternal. Oh, Taylor. Are you okay? <laughs> I got some kind of buzz running from Wolf like that. Wolf Halleck is so good that you get a buzz just running, running away from, from him. him. Mm, we hate hospitals. I spend a lot of time in hospitals. Oh, it's... The problem is that Dakota is not doing well. Oh, no. I know. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. Only a little bit. <laughs> I have feelings for Dakota. Oh, half an hour later, as I was pouring through the hospital Bible. <sighs> That's upsetting. It is. I heard a muffled Darcy. Yes, Dakota. Would you? This is really stupid. Oh, do he... they pray together? No. Okay. God, no. No. Don't, don't be you... giving me the, the miss, like, holly <laughs> no, jolly. You and, know like, me better than that. Born again Christian bullshit. <laughs> This is a story about Jesus. Uh, <laughs> he addressed his regrets to his passive pillow. Would you tell me a story about Jesus? He doesn't it say doesn't that. say oh, that. No, okay. I, I understand you. Have I, I was getting ready to be like, <laughs> tell oh, me a story no. about loaves and fishes. Uh, let's see. <laughs> How cute. Sure. Dakota, what do you want a story about? He contemplated. I don't care. Make it good, though. What would amuse Dakota? Do you want an interactive story? You get to decide part of it? Okay, he said wearily. It'd be kind of hard to tell, wouldn't it? Why would it be hard to tell? It's choose your own adventure. Oh, I guess that's true. But I discerned the little twinge of sparkle that hadn't yet fizzled out behind the fatigue. Go ahead. All right, here we go. Once upon a time, there was this guy. He was... <laughs> Good story. He was... <laughs> there was this guy. <laughs> it's great. It's fucking like... It's basically literature for our time he was 17 years old and his name was dexter dexter dakota snorted what kind of pretty boy name is that it's not a pretty boy name at all it's not it's a nerd name and the reason that this is in here is once another offspring reference it's not a pretty boy name it's very manly i said defending all of the male population whose name happens to be dexter it's a pretty boy name he stressed well fine then he's a pretty boy i don't like I do. I like pretty boys very much. I like guys who are in touch with their feminine side. I baited Dakota gaily. What? Are you crazy? Are you a... I don't know. It cuts off. I don't know. Don't harass me. I'm telling you a story. Now, one day, Dexter decided he wanted to start a band. You tell me. What kind of band does he want? <laughs> An industrial rock band, Dakota supplied. Okay. But first, he needed to find someone else to be in the band. So he called his best friend, Jordan. Now, Jordan, he was very handsome. Yes. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Just. Jordan is a girl's name. <coughs> it's a boy's name, too. I quibbled. But fine. Then Jordan is a girl, and she plays the drums. I say Jordan is more of a boy's name than a girl's name. Jordan is Taylor Hansen's actual name. His name is Jordan Taylor Hansen. So that is why this is in here. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're looking at me in a way that makes me want to apologize to you. <laughs> Sorry. You don't have to apologize. That's okay. She answered the phone and, What happened? Taylor asked intently as he trekked through the doorway. 
Taylor, you're supposed to be in bed, I chided him, my little yarn unraveling. Glancing at his contraband. Man, that wasn't bad. Huh? That wasn't bad. It wasn't? My little yarn unraveling. I mean, that's that's like literally what's happening. No, I like that, though. Well, thank you. I'm I like it, it when you like things. <laughs> I like so, it when you like that I like things. Wolf. Wolf. Do you like things, Wolf? I, I like, like it things. when you like that I like things. We have a lot in common, Wolf. You like things, and I like things. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Well, does Wolf Halleck storm the hospital at any time? No! Oh, Wolf Halleck, I fear that he may not make another appearance until the end game. There's a lot of school nonsense and then like a whole thing where they go to the radio station. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but let's get through the hospital. Okay. Hospital. <laughs> uh, I launched foreseeably into one of my speeches. All you sick boys are wandering around the hospital. I try to visit you and this is how you repay me. You're all going to get yourselves hurt and you're going to be in here for even longer. Now, will you get back to bed, Taylor? I squawked. Taylor shrank away from the scourge of my matronly wrath. Yes, m- he said, saluting. <laughs> I just came to say that Ivan wants to drive you home. Ivan has legs. Why didn't he tell me and save you the trouble? <laughs> Wait for it. Smooth operator. Because I wanted to come and give you this. Scorning all propriety before our weakened comrade, Taylor kissed me full on the mouth. Love you, Darcy. (laughs) So saying, he rambled out, leaving a floundering me to stutter out a crimson explanation. Dakota felt it necessary to submit offensive noises which would have provoked me to physical violence had he not been in such a tragic condition. As it was, I merely threatened him. As I annexed the last stitch on my story, Dakota's eyelids sagged. Naturally, I suggested he go to sleep. When he didn't like the suggestion, I insisted that he go to sleep. You go to sleep, he retorted. I will Your when mom you goes do. to college. <laughs> That's this is exactly what's happening here. Uh, fine, he grumbled and rebelliously burrowed under crisp sheets. Darcy, he asked tentatively. I've gotten hurt before, but it's never been like this. How come it hurts so much and how come I feel so weak? Oh, I'm giving you the sad eyes because you're supposed to feel so sad right now. I totally don't. You said, dude, he might die. <laughs> Bring on Wolf. <laughs> what if wolf. wolf might die? Wolf. Well, then I'd be upset. Would you be sad? Yes. Would you cry? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe. Depends on how drunk I am. <laughs> the speech was heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Not really. I thought it was. <laughs> I manufactured a sunny exterior. Fake sunny exteriors are akin to getting a tan inside a cloistered salon. FYI. <laughs> it's a parenthetical for ya. <coughs> Dakota's situation was so desperate that I didn't need to slosh tears into the murky trenches of the war he was fighting. Melodramatically expressed, but true. Not terrible. Not. I mean, she has the right idea yeah, for right, once. Yeah. I don't know, I resisted the compulsion to add, sweetheart. Childhood fairy tales dictated, using Peter Pan as a shining example, that loving words could always overcome the enemy. But some... Do they use loving words in Peter Pan? Uh, They clap their hands. I'm 80% sure that I was thinking of Hook with the food scene. I know, it's so good. I mean, it's not, but I love that movie. I I haven't seen it since I was of an age to discern the goodness of movies, and I never want to because I want to keep that. Because much like Braveheart, I watch that shit every weekend. My friend Sophia and I watch that shit every weekend. Yeah, I dig the hell out of that movie. I don't know why we didn't just buy it. Blockbuster. Why didn't you rent it every weekend? We had movies that we did that with, too, that we never bought. For, like, just, six months. Every time like a lot we of went money. to Blockbuster, we would rent it, <laughs> yeah. right? It's like, just buy the fucking tape. Yeah. It was a different time. Um, but some dubiousness slunk up when my talented mental imagery swirled black paint across the canvas in a representation of death. <laughs> Flinging words wasn't going to help any. Yes, Darcy. That's right. Correct. After I had pondered this for sufficient time, I broached the topic. However, I was let rattling on to myself. Dakota was dozing, having reverted to fetal position. I decided to temporarily dislodge myself from the sludge of melancholy I was trudging through. I curled up in the chair and swiftly departed to an ethereal realm. I admire her ability to just sleep fucking whenever and wherever. 
See, the only place that I've always been able to consistently, aside from my bed, fall asleep is if I'm in a car and I'm not driving. Yes. If I'm in the car and not driving for more than 20 minutes, I will be asleep. I find that it has to be a holiday. Like, if it is Thanksgiving or Christmas, I can sleep in the car. Otherwise, no. It drives back Or crazy. if we're driving home from Great America. Well, that's... Which that's I haven't done in, like, 10 years. Right. Yeah. No, we would drive home from my parents' house, which is, like, a 20-minute ride. And I... Out. It's cozy. It is. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like... It's a little scary. Like, I don't like falling asleep in the car because I feel like if I get in an accident, it's probably not the best position to jarring, be in. Right. Yeah. A little spinal compression. Uh, but no, she's fine, like, sleeping in a closet while there's a rumble going on. Rumble? <laughs> rumble? Yeah. No? Yeah. I did love that she fell asleep for, like, five seconds. She well, was... It's like, we're all gonna... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? It's a coping mechanism when you've been kidnapped. <laughs> sort of against your will, but mostly, like, you're really into it. You could make the argument that Darcy is just a victim of severe Stockholm Syndrome. That's true. You could. You definitely could. But, I mean, they didn't... Did Jeremy force her to come with him at the beginning? I don't know. But he just felt sorry for her because of tampons. She... Yeah, I don't know. I would really like to get a hold of those first 30 pages. Why did we both lose our pages? I don't know. It's annoying. It is. Sad face. I know, but that's my natural stopping point. Although I was gonna say you didn't. You only read like a page and a half. Okay, we have a little more. There's okay. I awoke to Ivan's octopus fingers dancing on my shoulder. Darcy, wake up. Ivan, I stirred groggily. What that is that? Creepier than I think you meant it to be. Yeah, it, no, exactly. He's not trying to give her a sensual massage. He just has eight or more fingers. <laughs> it's like creepy as shit. <laughs> it's like between eight to ten fingers. <laughs> Uh, do you want to go home? No, I have to stay with Dakota. Darcy, come on. You need to get some rest. Eat something. I'm driving Urs home. Then we'll go back to Dakota's house. No, I retorted. He wanted me to stay with him. He'll understand. Come on. I only had one reason left in my arsenal to hurl, so I flung it tristfully. I did. He might die. I don't want to leave him. These might be his last hours alive. Ivan was stricken. Is he in the ICU? Yeah, he's Dakota's not doing great. Oh, okay. He got cut to shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's he's. This is like the mid climax. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is climax. <laughs> it's like <laughs> climax three of seven. <laughs> right. <laughs> My ringed eyes cemented to his mocha ones, the spark of which had been quelled, and I sensed unabashed rivulets trickling down my face. I scoured Ivan's dissembling visage for what some denial of what I had said, but he only verified it with a nauseating quiet. I can't go with you. Ivan, ever diplomatic in spider web situations, conceded. What else could he do? <sighs> All right. I don't want you to, but if it means that much to you, you can. But you're not staying any later than tomorrow at noon, okay? Yes, I choked. Okay, thank you. I still have to drive Earth home, then I'll come back and stay with you, Okay. Fine, I concurred. I deflated and fluttered down into an abrasive chair next to Nakoda. I'm sorry, I'm laughing because of what's coming, not because this is funny. It's sad. Ivan's objective in his parental efforts was comfort, accentuated by his austere ways. He was not seasoned in transactions with women, be it a comfort mission or a date he embarked on. Isn't he with Ursula? Yeah, he's he's with Ursula and doing quite well. Also, 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 also. Oh, Darcy's got a lot of commentary on what guys are like good at in in regards to like yeah. dating for a fifteen year old and like making out her first and stuff. Right, like <laughs> Judgey McJudgenstein. How about you shut the fuck up? How's that sound? It's in, in Judge Reinhold, <laughs> world weary like fifteen year old. Go fuck you. You will fuck like off. this one then. He was a cherubic innocent at the age of twenty two. <laughs> Which is a refreshing rarity in our society riddled with rapists. <laughs> oh, God, okay. This is what I'm to get. Riddled with rapists, perverts, and teenage pregnancy. <laughs> okay, give me that. Give me that, please. Okay. Give here, here, here. <laughs> Lots to unpack there, Try folks. not to die. Yeah. Oh, rapists and perverts. He was a cherubic innocent mm-hmm. at the age of 22. He was. 
is a refreshing rarity in our society riddled with rapists, perverts, <laughs> and teenage pregnancy. It is. What? I... I mean, some of them, I assume, are good people. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. I, can't, okay. I gotta, I gotta no, sneak I it, it in everywhere. I can't dark. help it. I will finish this page. She's terrible. She's judgmental like a little bit yeah it was the combination of being 12 and thinking that i was so smart plus being influenced by a born again christian friend plus oh all the boys like the other girls and i don't understand why (laughs) (laughs) so i'm going to lash out at everyone side swipes perverts and teenagers getting pregnant one of these things is not like the other. No. Well, you could be a pervert and be fine. Yeah, no, that's true. That's very true. I think when she says perverts, she means more the kind of people that like attack and bite her in the park. <laughs> but um, you know. She's not she doesn't really understand the world of fetishes and stuff. Yeah, she's vanilla. She's pre-vanilla. She's I don't know. She's okay. she's she's 12. She's 12, yeah. but she's 15, but she's 12. Upon waking, a puerile persuasion of rejection tried to reject what? <laughs> Dakota's state as a dream. Uh, can we take that one more time? Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to pull through this sentence, but it's not going to make any sense. Upon waking, a puerile persuasion of rejection. No, what, 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 what's the word? Puerile? Childish. Okay. Juvenile. Persuasion of rejection tried to reject Dakota's state as a dream and pretend all the mutilations and spattered blood I'd seen were figments of a heinous imagination. But one glance at Dakota dispelled all such juvenile notions. During my nap... Is Dakota the Johnny of this story? Because if so, I need to be able to start saying we're going to do it for Dakota. We're going to do it for Dakota. Yes, he is. He is the emotional center of the gang that is not Taylor. Okay. So well, yeah. I would have said like Saturn is more the emotional center. No, of the Saturn's gang. the comedic center. Okay. Jeremy's the bad boy. Ivan is the grown-up. Taylor is the heartthrob. William is the kid. That's all of them, right? Rusty Marlins is the prospector. <laughs> lives in, lives in the cemetery. Tony Mangione is the good time guy who wants to who meet you at Gina's. Faded into the ether <laughs> forever and ever. And that's all the boys, right? We haven't met Roswell, Mephistopheles. Or Lucifer. Or Lucifer <laughs> who I'm also no. really excited to meet. I feel like they're bit parts at best. I don't care. I'm but still then very, again. I'm still very excited to meet them. <laughs> they look forward to meeting you too. Okay. One glance at Dakota dispelled all such juvenile notions. During my nap, a veritable morass of machines had been hooked up and now pervaded the room with their baleful, comatose thrumming. It could drive a person to distraction, much like my words. <laughs> As I was thus cogitating, a nurse whisked in. Stop looking at your phone. Oh, no. I'm trying to see where Bob is. Oh, where he, is like, he? vanished. I don't know. I don't know if he is just he went not for home? a drive. Yeah, he left. Oh. Yeah. Did we shriek too much? No, no. He probably just didn't want to be, like, upstairs, like... Trapped. Right. Having to be quiet. I gotcha. Hi, she said condescendingly. I echoed her mechanical greeting. Aren't you going to go home? You've been here all night. The luminous facade of the window justified this allegation. Uh, my friend is driving me home. You're real big on, like, the windows. It's a metaphor. (laughs) (laughs) It's an allegory. It's a metaphor, Erica. You wouldn't get it. (laughs) Unless you were to pursue the jejun morass of viscosity with the tattered velveteen of the middle class. Which I know you wouldn't. Because hmm. you you won't even take the bus. I won't. I refuse to walk, too. <laughs> so basically, horse or train, it is. She bestowed upon me a sinuous glacial smile. I immediately adopted a metallic hatred for her. But More her metallic. Na- I wish I could tell you. Yeah. But her next smattering of syllables swayed my opinion to the opposite chord. He should be fine. He'll be here for a while, but he's doing great. 
Oh, thank you, I breathed, emotions having suffered an exemplary reversal. She nodded as if it were a reckless squandering of her time to respond verbally, then scooted briskly to the machinery, fiddled with it. She obstructed my view of the patient, but it didn't matter. Dakota was going to survive. Yay, Johnny! Do it for Johnny! So he's not going to be the Johnny. He's not going to be the Johnny. Okay. I mean, he might die later. I don't know. The, all of them, everyone, this is, in, in, in many ways, it's like Game of Thrones, wherein anyone might die. Oh, okay. Who do you think is going to die? Taylor. <laughs> like, there's no way he has to die. And who do you think is going to kill him? Wolf Halleck. And it's going to be glorious. It's pretty great. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. But I wrote a lot of iterations where he doesn't die. So I don't oh, okay. totally know which so, one this is. That's bullshit. You've read through. You I, know. I mean, I looked at the end. It's a Wolf Halleck surprise. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a kinder egg. Oh, my goodness. It's illegal and it comes from Germany. <laughs> oh, goodness, goodness, goodness. How you well, feeling? Sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> It does take it out of you. <laughs> it does. I feel like these scenes have been grueling. It's less like hanging out and doing makeovers and more people are dying. Well, and it would have been interesting to see her back at the house by herself. I don't know that she ever has a scene alone in this entire thing. Hmm. She doesn't do a lot of self-reflection. Interesting. It's not her jam. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen that, though. Are you surprised? And maybe if Wolf Halleck had come back to the house and like maybe some interaction there. I I'm kind of tempted to write a scene and then insert it and just put in a bunch of like twelve dollar words and be like, yeah, that was in there this the whole was time. Here the whole time. <laughs> You're like, why are they going to the museum together? <laughs> this is all shit we said. This is plagiarism. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So yeah, that that uh, brings to a close another rousing episode of. Oof! I wrote that. This was uh, episode nine, right? Yeah, we're almost to double. I'm roused. Yay. Very roused. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. So as always, folks, you can follow us uh, at uh, on Twitter at Oof I Wrote That. Uh, Tumblr, uh, Oof I Wrote That.tumblr.com. We have an email address if you would like to send us uh, fan fiction of your own uh, based on these characters. Anything. Just drop us a line. Sonnets about Wolf Halleck. Sestinas about Wolf Halleck. Free verse about Wolf Halleck. Limericks about Wolf Halleck. Oh, yeah. Anything. Yeah, yeah. Anything and everything. Yeah. We'd love to hear it. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yes. Drop us a line at oofiwrotethat at gmail.com. If you uh, feel the need to, you can rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. I never do that, so I'm not going to force you to. I would appreciate it if you did, though. I think Sheila would as well. If you don't, Darcy will judge you until the end of time. I mean, to be fair, she's doing that anyway. Yes, she is. She She doesn't like your outfit, and she doesn't like the way you walk. (laughs) She thinks you're a pervert. (laughs) And a whore. You're a sex pervert. And a whore. (laughs) Sex pervert, a pregnant teenager, and a rapist. (laughs) And a whore. We smoke marijuana like cigarettes. Oh, my goodness. Disgusting. Mm. Uh, So thank you again for sticking it out with us. We really appreciate it. And we will talk to you next time. Good night. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>